Hi, welcome to Christianity, a podcast exploring what it's like to be a British Christian in 2022 in the 20s. I'm your host, Deb. And I'm your host, Louisa, and we're so happy that you're here. We're going to be discussing a whole range of different topics from growing up British and Christian to our experiences in relationships, how Christians are perceived in the UK to the heroes of the faith who inspire us. We're excited to get started. Let's go. So we kind of want to introduce what the podcast is, and I believe Louisa here is going to start it off. So our real aim behind the podcast and why we're even doing this um, is just really to do a kind of broad look, a lot of different um, topics, a lot of different angles when it comes to um, growing up British and Christian. We see a lot of American influenced podcasts and, um, you know, influencers who are Christians. We see a lot of the the American Christian experience but as British Christians ourselves we just wanted to really explore what it's like to be Christian in the UK in the modern day and um, yeah there's so many things that we want to cover with this topic and we're very excited as we said Um, so yeah we just mentioned a few of the topics that we really want to dive into and we both have kind of obviously very different experiences from each other I mean we're gonna kind of give you a little bit of a taste of our testimony in a minute um but you know we both come from different backgrounds and obviously there are so many different experiences of being a British Christian um so we're not in any way going to be able to give everybody's perspective on this but this is just us as two friends you know um we're both young young youngish for me (laughs) um we're both you know um in in our early 20s right you're are you in your early 20s now as well yeah I'm 21 yeah we're both in our we're both in our early to mid 20s let's say um and yeah so we're just going to be exploring a lot of things and hopefully getting some really amazing people to also give their two cents on this topic as well yes and there's so many different types of Christians British Christians that we want to talk to Christians that will you know, know the theology aspect really well. So some theologians, you know, some authors, some worshippers at church, some pastors, different type of Christians, but British Christians that we want to talk to because they'll bring a different perspective, a different story, um, probably even a a different accent. (laughs) But yeah, stories yeah, that if you're you not may from the UK, to. maybe you'll be sorry, Deb. If you're not from the UK, maybe you'll be a little bit confused about the accents because you're like, wait, hold on a second. There are so many British accents, but maybe we'll even do an episode about all the different regions of the UK or something and the differences in churches. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah sometimes I find it really hard to understand people that are British uh, certain accents certain accents it's even hard for a British person to understand so yeah just to outline what we want to do with this um pod we want to encourage uplift inspire entertain and educate but it is quite light-hearted there might be some topics mm. that have heavy elements because the bible is amazing and it is it's quite heavy <laughs> but it it is part of the walk however the aim is to make it lighthearted to make it fun um but we do hope to leave you with something maybe a cool fact of the day um encourage 
So Thessalonians 5.11 says, therefore encourage one another and build each other up just as in fact you are doing. I want to build, um, build up my friend here, my co-host. I want to build you guys here that you're listening to us right now. I hope that we can be encouraging. Life can be really depressing, especially right now for a lot of multiple reasons. And I know that is the truth. And I know that some of that struggle and trials and situations, we'll need to, probably need to do an episode on that, how to um, be encouraged in this time um, because life is difficult. And yeah, so not to trivialize your struggle, but we do want to lift you up from that. Um, And maybe this could be even be a distraction um, or it could even be some little bit of a medicine. The Bible's the best medicine. Sorry, that is um, my boyfriend, Alex's dog, just making noises (laughs) in the background. I apologize. What kind of dog? What kind of dog? He's a chocolate lab. Oh, he's so cute. What's his name? Uh, Cooper. <laughs> oh, Cooper. Maybe we should have Cooper on as, a, <laughs> as our first guest. <laughs> yes, in the next episode. Definitely. Uh, British Christian dog experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, just, make him a, just make him into a Christian. Um, <laughs> so that's actually quite interesting. So, like in, so yeah. in secondary school, um, it's a bit of a tangent. In secondary school, my... Um, science teacher had a muslim muslim cat i don't know how um animals have religions but i guess because she's muslim but anyway i'm getting back onto the topic (laughs) isaiah 46 verse 4 i am who will he who will sustain you and i think that's really like encouraging like to to be uplifted um just we want to remember remind ourselves that god is the focus and he's the one that will keep us in this podcast keep us going when things get really difficult um and yeah, definitely. Romans 8 and I think that, oh sorry go on. oh sorry just before you go into the next um the next piece of scripture Deb, I just wanted to say that you know obviously like talking about the British Christian experience um you know we we are going to go into a lot of the culture and all those kind of things but our aim is really as always to just keep God at the center of this and really just to encourage you guys to you know, even just dive deeper into your relationship with him. I mean, we're gonna, you know, be talking about this in a lot more detail in our own personal, like, faith walks. Um, Yeah, I think that's an amazing scripture. And just remembering where our comfort comes from, where our strength comes from, it all comes from the Lord. So yeah, yeah, it's a timely reminder. And also, um, I'm just gonna say this now. Um, If you want to have specific topics for us to cover, we will consider them and we're open to to them Mm -hmm. um because there are topics that you would might think of that we haven't even thought of and that we'd love to discuss so yeah so you can go to our um christianity podcast instagram to submit those if you want to send us a dm or you can find us on instagram as well we'll link our instagrams our personal or or any social media that we're on twitter or even directly email us and we'll get back um email's really great but all the social media will be will be in the description box where you can contact us Romans 8:31 what shall we say in response to these things if god is for us who can be against us that verse i kind of i think about it more so um i think about it in loads of um terms but i think about it also in relationships which would be another topic but i just want to say that it's because um i guess the only one of the reasons that i f- i think about it is because it's a song there's a song by Francesca Battiselli which i can't remember right now but there's a part which goes um, <laughs> if god is for us 
who can be against us and there's like the guy singing and the girl singing um but anyway this is a really great verse that if god is for this pod if god is for um whatever you want to do basically then who can be against us which is really encouraging the reason why i put that is as a christian you're going to get a lot of hate um and we don't want to lie to you there it is difficult Either you're going to get hate from people who don't understand that you're Christian, from your family members who might not be Christian, from your friends who might not be Christian, or you're going to get hate just from the devil that is making you feel really insecure, making you feel like, oh my goodness, like I'm listening to the pod right now and I don't sound very good because sometimes I hear myself talking and I'm like, sound a bit, sound a bit manly. <laughs> I just don't like the way I sound right now. Um, we get insecure about things, don't we? We do. Yeah. So there is a spiritual attack, but if God is for us, if God is for what we're doing, then it doesn't matter who is against us. And I think yeah. that is a great message for this pod, but also for life in general. Yeah, that's one of my favourite Bible verses, actually. That's one of the Bible <laughs> verses that I remember my dad telling me a lot when I was growing up. So that's kind of like one of my life verses, to be honest. Um, and we can definitely do... Um, I'd love to do an episode or even just like a section of this podcast on um, like how to seek the Lord and what you're doing to make sure that you're aligned with him. So obviously yeah. that's a huge part of God being for you is like, are you kind yeah. of walking in alignment with what he wants you to do? But yeah. anyway, they were really, really encouraging. Thank you, Deb, for sharing those. Um, so I guess we should maybe give you a little bit of background on us about who we are um, and even how we know each other. So do you want to kick off with a little bit of your story, Deb? Yeah, so my dad is a pastor at an Ethiopian church. I have an Ethiopian background, so Ethiopian Eritrean background. Um, I'm originally from Belgium and I moved here when I was like six years old um, because my dad got called into the pastoral ministry. and that complicated my life because um, life in Belgium was pretty easy for me. My dad was in a pastor, but he had a computer store there and it was quite successful. He even named it after me, my older brother. So it was Y-O-D-E. My older brother's name is Josiah in English and in Amharic, which is the Ethiopian language, it is E-O-C-S, which is a bit confusing. So I just remember Josiah in English. So he named it Y-O-D-E. Um, we had like a really big house. Um, and so much so that the whole church kind of, we when we were about to leave, we had a two-day barbecue that the whole church visited. Um, and so when I, when I got told that I had to leave to England, I was not happy about it um, because I didn't know England. I didn't, <laughs> I spoke Flemish and I didn't want to speak English because being Belgium was who I've, who I was and who I am. Um, and it was a new world that I was scared um scared about and you know in my mind Belgium could do no wrong which is not true because as much as I love Belgium there are things about Belgium which you know you don't want to think about but it's you know it's a country which is flawed just like any country but continental Europe isn't the best country in terms of you know the way people are treated that aren't um natives because it's a very small country um and unfortunately, that's the way it is. With small countries, they put their natives first. Um, but I had a relatively really good life there. And I love I, I, I love Belgium so much. Um, and so I was quite affluent there. And when my dad was called to England, we had to start from scratch. Um, and I don't really talk about 
the scratch version much because of, I guess, pride. Pride is something that we all deal with, but it's kind of like coming from a really big bedroom. It's like my bedroom is really big that I remember the teenagers or the tweens at my church were like at one point like holding hands in a circle and praying in my room. And I was thinking, I didn't let them in my room. Why are they doing that? But it was it was that big. And we I think it was like a five bedroom house at least, at least um, five, six bedrooms, two living rooms and one upstairs, one downstairs and a TV everywhere. And coming from that and going to England and just coming to a bigger country slightly um, and a small, very much smaller home. And then we moved and this isn't that I really don't talk about because it's kind of like pride, but we moved from a really big house to a really small house because you have to start from scratch. It was like a bungalow. And I remember that like moving from, you know, having my own room to sharing with everyone. And it's kind of like, um, I mean, that wasn't forever, but it was different and I didn't know the language I was young I left all my friends even told my friends when I was leaving I was going to England they didn't didn't believe me my school friends um and so so that was my experience um we moved house quite a bit uh, to different areas in Birmingham which is where I moved to and so it was interesting um finding place being Ethiopian, being Belgian and being British and just finding that kind of place in who I was. Um, but my dad being pastor, he always taught me about God. Um, and so church, we always had a kind of church background um, and the Lord was always real for me. Um, and I just accepted him without questioning, but I've always it wasn't really personalized until my dad sat me and my older brother down when I was nine and 11 and he was saying like, would you want to accept Jesus as your savior? And we did and we prayed. Um, and so since that day, it's been very personal. And for me, I can never really say in my walk with Christ that I was pushed into it. Yes, I had the benefit of growing up in a Christian family, but faith, since that day especially, but it's always been, in the beginning it was childlike, but it's always been personal for me in terms of I'm the one. My dad being pastor didn't really have an effect. Like he never told me, he never asked me, do you want to do these things? But I remember being young and being like on the word, Microsoft Word and being like, I wanna make a magazine for Jesus. Or I wanna write a play for Jesus. I want to kind of, you know, do things for Jesus. I want to write songs for Jesus. I've always kind of no one said, Deb, do you want to do you want do you want to do this for Jesus? But at a certain point, when I was offering to do that, people then knew that I could sing. Um, which the funny thing is, when I was younger, I didn't know I had a good singing voice. Um, my cousin from Germany came over, she sang a few Christian songs. My good friend Ruth sang a few Christian songs. Suddenly I had came from no interest to singing songs to hearing them singing songs. I'm like, oh, this is so cool. Cause I found singing boring before that, but that's because I was a kid. And then and then suddenly I'm singing songs, which was a risk. Cause I was think I always think about this. I was like, what if I sounded really bad? Cause I remember going into primary school and someone sang um, Vera Jaka in, I was in French. And I was like, oh, she, I was a really shy kid at school. I was like, oh, maybe this would kind of help me with like my shyness and opening up. 
what if I sing? And by, by the way, I didn't know I could sing at that point. And I sang Headphones by Brit Nicole, who is kind of a known Christian singer. Um, and that went well. And people were like, wow, you know how to sing? Well, I didn't know I could sing, but now I know. <laughs> but yeah, so singing is a great part of my faith. And so since then I've been singing, trying to study the word, um, leading Bible studies. I have friends from around the world and I have like group chats. Um, and I sing at church. I write Christian music. Um, my walk with Christ is, yeah, it's very personal, even though my, my dad, um, we did do Bible studies growing up within the week. Um, yeah. And so I know there'll be opportunities to go into deeper in future, but I would say that was my experience. I was raised in a Christian family. I had to kind of deal with going into a new country and God speaks to me through music. I would say that's that's the main thing. He Sometimes I'm just singing out and then words just, and it usually rhymes as well. It just, just comes out. Um, messages just comes out. It just out of nowhere that, I don't know, I don't have the brains to even come up with the certain things that God just comes up with. And you could tell us the Holy Spirit because it's not me. And why does it have to rhyme all the time? Because songs tend to rhyme, but it just does. It just works. I'm just singing in the spirit. But yeah, um, that would be my experience. And now I go to lovely church, Crossway. I went there because I wanted to be um, like, wanted to learn as well as feeding. Um, and I'm also on kids ministry. But yeah, so this is kind of an overview. I'm sure there'll be opportunities to go into deeper. And yeah, um, now to Louisa and her background. <laughs> that was so interesting. I didn't know a lot of that as well. So mm -hmm. it's really cool to hear. Yeah. Um, so in some ways I had like a similar um, journey with faith to you. I definitely did not move country um, at a young age, but um, yeah, I've always been a Christian. My family is a Christian family. Um, and, you know, I was very influenced by that as a kid we went to church every Sunday and I've always believed in God and like you said God has always been real to me um and you know I remember when I was a teenager probably when I was about 13 or 14 I started to pray every single night um but to be honest when I think about my faith back then it was very much like I felt like I needed to do that to get to heaven and so it was very much like not out of, well, I did love God, but it wasn't out of love that I was doing all these things. It was out of kind of, oh, I need to check this off my list and then God will love me and then it will all be cool. And I remember this, um, I think, I don't know whether he was a pastor or whether he was just in like youth ministry or something, but he came to our Christian union at school and he spoke and he basically literally blew my mind by saying that, you know, we don't have to earn God's love. We don't have to earn eternal life. Um, that this is a free gift that Jesus has given us. And the only thing we need to do is to accept it by believing in him and loving him. And, you know, it's, I learned this later on, obviously, that it's through that love for Jesus that we do want to keep these commands anyway. But, you know, we don't have to you know, if we've done things wrong in our life, which I definitely have, like everybody else, um, you know, we can go to God and be forgiven and, and you know, 
our relationship is restored then. Um, so that was a huge game changer for me as a teenager. Um, I've, I didn't go to a Christian school, um, which I'm sure we're going to be touching on in <laughs> probably the next episode or the next couple of episodes about growing up Christian, but I've never really had friends who are Christian, to be honest, until kind of like recently. Um, so it was a little bit difficult for me at times, like I'm sure it is for a lot of the people listening who are growing up Christian in the UK. I think there's this perception that Christians are very weird and old-fashioned and we're not particularly perceived as being very cool which was definitely my experience um and so I was kind of open about my faith but not as open as I am now because I didn't I still kind of was like affected by how people think about me and I still am to a certain extent and we can definitely dive into that as well so that's something that a lot of people struggle with um but yeah, so I had a good relationship with God. And then when I was at uni um, a few years ago, I, I I don't know, I think I just got impatient, basically. I really wanted to be in a relationship and I got into really, uh, the wrong relationship, let's say. Um, and it kind of like broke me down. And that was the way that God kind of really brought me back to him to be honest because I think you know I'd always walked fairly closely with him and then I kind of got a little bit rebellious and was like actually God I'm not waiting on your plan I'm just gonna do my own thing and um so yeah the relationship wasn't particularly good and then after that that was when God really just brought me back to him and that's you know I so for my 21st birthday I very randomly got this desire to read the Bible Um, I'd always kind of thought oh yeah at some point I'm going to read the Bible because you know that's what a good Christian does and that kind of thing Um, but all of a sudden I just got this overwhelming desire to read the Bible and so my granddad got me a Bible for my 21st um, and I read it cover to cover in the next 18 months (laughs) which was quite an undertaking to be honest given that I didn't really have that much knowledge about the Bible or anything like that but I did it and it was one of the best things I've done to be honest and it really helped me turn a corner in my faith um and since that point I've just been yeah just growing in my faith and um definitely obviously not the finished product at all I'm still in a pretty early stage of my faith um but where I'm up to now is um I'm really open about my faith on social media which I never ever thought I would be like I never even thought that I'd really be open with even some of my close friends about it, because it just was never something that was discussed. It was never something that I was really open about. Um, But yeah, now, you know, on my Instagram, you can clearly see that I'm a Christian, um, which I think would have terrified me a few years ago. And I would have thought, oh my gosh, everybody's gonna say this and say that and hate on this and hate on that. And um, we can definitely talk about my experience of becoming open on social media about that. Um, I make YouTube videos about being a Christian. Um, I work for a Christian charity and social media. So my life is definitely um, just really, I don't know, become really centered around Jesus again, which I absolutely love. And yeah, that's a little bit of my story and where I'm up to in life. We will link all of our social media, like I said earlier, um, because this uh, part has very specific things that we want to talk about but there'll be um other different topics harder topics on you know for example um the other um 
things that I work on and there'll be specific things that Louisa does on her YouTube channel and her social media platform that we haven't covered that you might be like, oh, I really want to hear about this. So don't worry, we will we'll take care of you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, these are, these are all topics that we want to discuss. I think it's so important to discuss um, like the hows of, I was just thinking when Louise was talking about discussing, we already said relationships, but more so like red flags, what to look out for. But obviously I'm not Jesus and I'm not perfect, I'm not God. However, we will use the Bible and we'll use our mm -hmm. personal experiences. We're not saying if you follow this, this will definitely not happen and you will be safe. Um, but I have tons of experience of God speaking to me about my friends and he told me they shouldn't be with this person and they didn't listen to me and it ended horribly. <laughs> Obviously I won't mention names. Um, I'm sure my friends would be cool with me telling their stories as long as I don't mention their names. Um, and I have personal stories about what I learned from relationships, what I learned from friendships. I mean, let's be real, sometimes friendship hurt is even more traumatic than relationships. Oh, yeah. Um, sure. Especially yeah. with Christian. Let's just, let me just mention this. Christians can hurt you. Like, like, I mean, you expect them not to hurt you, but I've been hurt by Christians. And sometimes people are quick to say, oh, maybe they're not a Christian. That's why they hurt you. And I don't necessarily, that's not my place to say whether they're, I always get careful when people say they're not, I might not, I might be a bit suspicious and certain with certain people that, living a bit fishy lives, but I might be a bit suspicious of like certain figures. I mean, more so celebrities, um, but it is never my place to say yes or no if they're saved. I'm just like, hmm, the Bible says they shall be known by their fruits. And I always say that as a response. Um, however, I will say that Christians can hurt you. And maybe at one point it was, maybe I was that Christian. I mean, I'm not perfect, but I mean, Christians can hurt you. And I think it's so important that we talk about church hurt um because that is part of the journey um <laughs> but that's a big topic right now as well there's a lot of scandals going on there's a lot of different people bringing their experiences to light which I think is it's really important that we reflect on that as Christians as well yeah and even and for the fun stuff favorite music favorite worship favorite <laughs> Christian we band we have a lot of recommendations yeah, exactly. But yeah, we basically just want to come alongside you in your faith. You know, we're your friends, we're your sisters in Christ. And we're basically going through the same things that you were going through. You know, I think if the pandemic and especially TikTok during the pandemic taught us anything, it was that the human experience is pretty universal, especially for people who live in the same country. Um, and, you know, there are obvious differences, you know, like we've got different skin colours and different backgrounds, but I think a lot of us go through the same emotions and the same, you know, God is teaching us the same lessons in different ways. Um, so we really just want to, you know, come alongside you and encourage you and give you our experience and the things that God's taught us. Um, and yeah, just really be in this faith together with you. Yeah, and maybe we can find some relatable Christian uh, memes because I'm sure we relate to certain Christian aspects of the journey because, yeah. I mean, I mean the British Christian journey is very niche. I mean, our journeys are very different, but there are certain similarities because, because we live in Britain. 
And so yeah. we'll touch upon that <laughs> certain jokes. Like I make the joke that the football culture is basically worship. It's its own religion in itself. Yeah. <laughs> but no, but yeah. yeah, um, certain things that we'll talk about and yeah. So making some comparisons between different countries and that yeah. is basically what we want to be doing. And we want to remind you that it's quite lighthearted, even if we dive into certain deep issues. We want you to be free to be comfortable, to get some tea, get some coffee. That's where the Christianity aspect actually comes up. But because, because you know, Britain, British people love tea. We love tea. Love tea. We love a cuppa. Do you tea? <laughs> Sorry. Do you drink tea? Oh yeah, I do. I I I drink it. I go through seasons of drinking black tea only, and then drinking it with milk. Oh. Funnily enough, I never have it with sugar really. Oh, I don't like tea or coffee. So I'm not a very good Brit in that sense, but <laughs> you guys, when you're listening, can grab yourself a tea or a coffee or whatever drink or yeah, whatever. snack that you would like. Or and, shake. You know, or, in. or smoothie. Oh yeah, that sounds good. I could fancy one of those right about now. <laughs> but anyway, I think that's everything that we wanted to say for this first intro episode. Thank you so very much for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. And we're very excited about what is to come in this podcast. Yes. Um, and I guess as a question to kind of end the pod, um, we know that Britain has a very CV culture. So what do you think of CV schools? Have you ever went to one? Let us know mm. um, and get back to us. <laughs> We're going to be talking about all this in the next episode. So um, make sure that you, um, what do you do with podcasts? you follow podcasts? Yes. Subscribe to podcast. I'm like, I've got my YouTube brain on. Like, like and subscribe, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you you follow pods, but you also yes, you follow yeah. you follow pods, but it, it's like it's like an ad tick thing. Um, okay, well, add the podcast to your list if you liked it, and um, yeah, you can check out our Instagram and everything. And we will see you in the next episode. Oh, hey, hear us <laughs> in the next episode. It, we just wanted to let you guys know that we're on Zoom. So <laughs> that's why we're getting confused with watching, seeing. <laughs> you don't want to see me right now, by the way. But <laughs> me, but. <laughs> we love well, you guys. Anyway, thank you guys for listening, and we will speak to you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Christianity, your new favorite podcast about two Christian friends navigating their 20s. Grab a drink and a snack and join us as we discuss all things faith, life, culture and being British.